I V M. भाई और बहनों मैं चालीस साल का हो चुका हूँ और ये पॉडकास्ट दूरदर्शन की तरह सुनाई देगा आज से आपको मैं हूँ वरुण डिग्रला मेरे साथ है सुचिता सलमान कैसे चल रहे मैडम आपका in a pool with mm-hmm. literally like family and like couple of close friends so yeah perfect start to my 40s did not get hungover drank a lot of tequila what more wow. can we ask for and had lots of biryani that tequila must have been great must have been great and smooth yes it was very nice biryani as well yeah but that's it that's like the beginning and end of your 40th birthday there was no like no, no, my daughter made me this lovely like she made me this lovely card from the child and uh, no i did actually it was very relaxed i wanted to have a relaxed birthday and i had a relaxed one no epiphanies my epiphanies have been going on long enough now they just continue that, that is way true. but yeah. uh, i will still continue to be the person i am uh, fortunately or unfortunately for everyone including you oh my god <laughs> i was hoping you'd uh, arrive as a changed man but i will take you for who you are uh, are you happy for 75 years of independent india <laughs> i think most people cared only about the long weekend let's be honest but how does it feel man 75 years of indian independence i didn't realize it 75 till like a couple of days before hmm. when you kind of compare i mean i guess this is the only thing you turn 40 you turn 75 you look back and how things have progressed but i think we have obviously seen a large amount of progress it's interesting to see what is it good for me is like seeing a lot of stories being put up online which i thought especially on linkedin long trail of people posting about how they kind of came back to india and how all you know a lot of that stuff while it might seem like moment marketing for individuals but i thought some of those stories were very interesting to kind of read and understand yeah. and also yeah i guess we can always do better i think that's the good part everyone's been saying but uh, yeah. we, we have come quite a fair bit ahead okay i'm going to give a shout out to amit verma <laughs> uh, who has that uh, podcast the scene and the unseen and this is kick ass conversation with uh, kartik murli dharan whose episodes on the scene and the unseen are actually quite like but yeah you should hear that if you you know like five hour meandering conversations about all things republic etc etc i like amit verma's podcast i've actually been on one where the only podcast interview where i've actually had to take a loop break between recordings was an amit verma <laughs> recording so i totally relate but it's it's I mean, he goes super deep so i got to check this episode out but what's happened this week apart from 75 years and my you 40 years 40 oh my god yes my 40 uh, is obviously most important news but beyond that yes of course narcissism aside dude so much and also like nothing at all but i'm appreciating slow week man there are a couple of like topics i'd love for us to uh, double tap on maybe in the next uh, episode but adam newman okay news of the week adam newman mm. the you know a uh, very publicly humiliated kicked out etc etc ceo of we work is back yes. he has uh, launched a company called flow which focuses on private real estate and he has raised uh, only 350 million billion dollars from Andreessen yeah. Horowitz can you imagine valued at a billion doesn't even have I have a question yes is Andreessen Horowitz planning to produce season 2 of we crashed is this the plan let's give him money so he will help us make another season for apple 
रनिंग जोक ऑन ट्विटर बट आई मीन यू नो इफ यू है Adam Newman really you know sort of created this uh, new category at scale which is co-working like let's be honest it's not like co-working didn't exist up until we were came yeah. around but you know they really sort of like he organized it, it right. yeah and packaged it in the right way and to be fair private real estate is like the single largest held asset class in the world so mm. you know is it a larger than 1 billion dollar opportunity of course which is what flow is apparently valued at you know today is adam newman the best person but what is flow so basically it's like a i don't know what it what it finally be because no one knows what it will finally be like the you know conversation right now is just that he's launching this thing that's going to be focused on private real estate and he's raised this like you know exorbitant amount of money but long story short irrespective of what it will be the category that it's in is you know is insanely lucrative and i think mm. the second is to give credit where it's due adam newman gets a space you know what i mean like like he may have like really screwed up the business side of things and to be fair the you know the burden of that doesn't only rest on him it also rests on you know softbank which i'm sure you've yeah. seen has been in the shitter because of their like terrible losses over the past you know two quarters mm. but yeah my two cents on it uh, keeping the you know whatever like the flamboyance of his life and his existence aside it's not like he's a bad candidate to build something in real estate uh, he has a terrible yeah. track record but i think the good thing is anyone investing in him knows exactly what his achilles heel is or isn't you know what i mean like like you yeah. know the blind spots you need to watch out for Yeah, I think also been a bit of a weird time for for his perception, right? Because at some point the show, I feel at some point also kind of made him seem like a interesting person as well to kind of invest into. Hmm. So I don't know if that plays into it. I don't think it totally put him down as much as people might believe. Because yeah. when you're in the news or when you're out of it, being in the news is always going to have a lot more value in that sense of the word. So hmm. I feel that could have really added to it. Um, but so let me ask you this of, question mm, yeah. from a personal branding perspective, right? Do you think all publicity is good publicity? Like, do you think that you know dictat works to a limit? I feel any form of publicity is good as long as it gives you that spike of okay, people kind of a knowing who you are or remembering who you are. Hmm. But if it goes on for too long, it can't work. But Hmm. you people always love to see like you know, when someone's really down and out seeing them come back in that those stories really work i mean like a logan paul's a great example right literally a youtuber who was delegated to the like being pushed out of the entire ecosystem to now being where he's at in many other cases it has happened so people love to see someone kind of come back it's a great story so but you got to think about the fact that you can't stick on to the same line long enough because at some point it's going to go sideways and you can't come back from that so that's the line according to me true 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 What's next? It's been a bit of a sad week, right? Also, we had um, Rakesh Junjunwala who passed away this week. Arguably, India's most famous investor, who also did not like to be compared to Warren Buffett. Buffett, of course, of course. What a kya actor, oh bro, kya actor, oh. Ladies and gents, I'm just going to be honest. We like rehearsed this joke before. <laughs> uh, Varun redid it, you know, for your benefit. But this is, uh, you know, how much care we have with respect to our production quality at Think Fast, where we rehearse our jokes. But <laughs> Buffett is the last name. Uh, yeah, he's he's he shirked that off a fair bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, and considering we were just talking about him last week about the you know the AXA airline in the planning and also like it's a great story right up just like from an investing perspective mm. super like I think we're the most respected in the Indian space for that always has had an interesting point of view and uh, according to our great research we're coming he started began investing in 1985 with just five thousand rupees and as on date he's at a five point eight billion dollar 
net worth when he passed away so yeah it's, i mean it's sad but uh, what a journey is what i would say yeah and you know i know he got into hot water last year when all the tech ipos were happening because i think he mm. shat very publicly on a couple of companies but you know i feel like that's the thing with a lot of these personas right uh, they come with their own eccentricities and nuances uh, like warren mm-hmm. buffett for example uh, you know has been very cagey about what he thinks of crypto at large again you know like used all kinds of interesting words so mm-hmm. to speak to you know describe what his take on crypto is and and the indian parallel which is rakesh junjunwala you know even the way he describes some of these stocks whether it was zomato or paytm uh, let's just call them colorful descriptions uh, but you know what mm-hmm. i mean like all these guys have their own eccentricities but i think that's what it is about investing right somewhere you need to take a stand and i think if that's one thing that we mm-hmm. can learn from rakesh junjunwala apart from obviously playing the long game and you know yeah. investing in very quote unquote stable long term assets he's a guy who really took a stand for the things that he believed in a very 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 sternly even if it came at the cost of someone else so lots to learn from a great life yeah so again like on the continuing side note salman ashti got stabbed but thankfully he seems to be stable as of now so there's been a lot going on back to business do you live on rent or do you own your house sujitha uh, bus great intro i knew this was coming <laughs> uh no i live on rent i'm a very proud uh, renter whatever it's called and do you have a personal gst number fortunately i don't because this damn thing story that you're talking about so you about might not have to, to pay me. 18% gst tax on house Bajkai, rent so this, there was a notification Bajkai. that that might happen so um and i think the finer details are and i'm, I'm still i think still developing and as much as what we've read about is that if you are an individual who has a gst number you attach gst to house rent which again i think makes it confusing again that what if that person chooses not to but make somebody else in his house register in their name then you don't have to mm-hmm. pay gst so immediate questions come to mind but so that is uh, one more case but be careful don't get your own gst number if you don't want to pay tax but if you i think it's important to pay tax because we're 75 years old as a country and you need to do your bit for the nation so don't shy away from paying tax Yes, and with that great note, Varun, why don't you tell us how you've avoided paying tax for the past forty years of your life? <laughs> I have always paid my tax properly <laughs> oh, and okay. in in all appropriate manners. I'm yes. a very like good good citizen of this nation. Of um, course, and like of, every good citizen, you also have an account in the Cayman Islands. Be honest. Speaking of good citizens, what are your thoughts on Indian matchmaking season two? He's just like shush, woman. What are my thoughts on Indian matchmaking? I actually was very underwhelmed, man, by the show. I thought like you know, Seema Thapadia will be you know rock solid in another zone altogether as she was in the first season. I found it quite average, yar. You know, Aparna was as badass as she is. Uh, she's really funny. Mm. What a cool chick. We all realize that all that Nadia wants is you know a good fling. But yeah, nothing extremely interesting or even funny for that. matter you know like people called each other mm-hmm. ugly i've only been through an episode so i don't yeah, know yeah i mean it's yeah very um, underwhelming like it almost seemed like but it ended on a kickass note because now spoiler alert can i spoil it for you spoil it i don't care third season she mm-hmm. miss seema taparia goes to london so now she's diversifying her net of very good nris yeah Seema is at it again. Very good. Actually, I, I think we should let our listeners know at this point of time that today's episode is going to be an entirely. It's going to be a long intro. All our segments are going to be like the intro continued. And since we have been told we've gone very long on segment one, we're going to take a break and continue this intro on the other side of this break of the show called Think Fast. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back to Think Fast, where we are still continuing our long introduction into segment two and 15 minutes we spent or something of that sort in the first segment. But we'll continue this introduction even longer to tell you that Amazon has acquired Roomba, the vacuum. Do you have a Roomba at home? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, why do you ask me these leading <laughs> questions? Are you turning forty? No, but 40? I'm asking questions. Do you know that India is seventy-five years old? Do you know who stabbed Salman Rushdie? So I actually have had two of those robo ones. So the first one, unfortunately, I didn't make it. And I have a tendency to name my Roombas. My first Roomba was called Sunita. The second one is called Ramlal. Ramlal Sunita have you know, served as well, but they also are very creepy because they know the entire mapping of the house. They know where everything is. And so, if Amazon acquires Roomba mm-hmm. and they've acquired it for like 1.7 billion, the conversations happening online is that do you realize that Amazon now literally can hear and map your entire house because the Alexa listens to everything and the Roomba has the map to everything. Bacha kya hai? What is left? You tell me what is left, Sujita. What is left? The nation wants to know. Nothing at all, man. Uh, no, but I, I think this is a good acquisition uh, for multiple reasons. So one is, oh, sure. we discussed this in past episodes, but Amazon is reducing its focus on its private label. So solely more or whatever it's called. Uh, there'll be a, you know, a lesser dependence on that for multiple different reasons. You know, Andy Jassy is obviously thinking of Amazon and next steps around Amazon in his own way and from his own point of view. But long story short, I think this is actually what the, you know, Thrasio quote unquote is like. And not to sort of digress back into the Thrasio conversation, but I think the Thrasios of today, tomorrow, day after will end up being marketplaces. Mm. And you see that happening already, right? You see that happening with their acquisition of iRobot. You've seen that happen with a bunch of other marketplaces where they've, you know, picked up the best performing brands and, you know, put a lot of money into it to drive more success and growth. But net-net makes sense, you know, is in a category that Amazon dominates uh, at. And I wouldn't be surprised if Peloton is the next thing that Amazon or one of these large marketplaces ends up whipping up and buying. Speaking of Peloton, did you read the news about Peloton and SoulCycle? What a great way to give me a segue. A great one. Great oh one. my God. A good lead uh, First off, I was the one who shared this link. Did you read the link about Peloton and SoulCycle? <laughs> yes, I did. Varun, why don't you tell me what the TLDR of this link is? Nothing. We've not, not been doing well and now they've announced layoffs and store closures and this entire hoopla. I think SoulCycle and Peloton, I don't know they club together because they both use cycles, but I feel they're very mm-hmm. different business models, right? SoulCycle was... Yeah. Almost a company that was ruling the roost in that sense pre-pandemic because, you know, they had those studios, people kind of going in there and doing those cycling classes. Peloton was pushing it towards your home for you to kind of buy the unit and have it at home and all the content that is on it. But at some point, I'm gathering both haven't really worked as much. I think Mm -hmm. post-pandemic, people are going back to the gym. Also, I think the valuation that Peloton kind of came to had to come down. It just became insane in in terms of how much the value was at for the company and it wasn't sustainable. So if you look at it in that sense... This does make sense, but hmm. one of the big questions, and I, and I know that this has been a conversation, especially in Silicon Valley for a long time, saying why has Peloton not been acquired yet? Like why would, or has someone tried to acquire them yet? And there were conversations of Apple should acquire them and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's a sad to see, like, because it's a really good brand and they have a great product and their content is fabulous. Just like, I feel that too bloated in terms of uh, valuation. But this happened with a lot of companies during COVID, no? I mean, if you think about Zoom and how, uh, you know, much Zoom sort of grew, I think the other one that's going to be biting the bullet sooner than data will be Shopify. Because again, another company where, you know, uh, everyone was screaming from the top of the roof saying the writing's written on the wall and the future is digital and this, that and the other. And you're seeing a very healthy rebound of retail, especially in in a couple of key categories. So I think there's the same, you know, COVID enthusiasm. EdTech is another great example of, you know, how 
people went balls to wall in a category that would naturally come back to offline, you know, once the excitement around work from home, etc, etc, sort of settled. So mm. long story short, it's not just them though. Obviously, they've been coupled. SoulCycle's been having problems for a while now for multiple different reasons. One, obviously, COVID would have wrecked their business. But, you know, SoulCycle had some issues around the CEO or founder, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, they've also been reducing the number of offline, you know, outlets that they have. SoulCycle's formula was also starkly different from Peloton but seems like you know like you said a COVID fad which like a lot of other fads is now biting the bullet left right and center but do you think this is like a alarm bell for fitness for at-home fitness as a category at large because remember there were those mirrors and all also that came up at around the same time I don't know what those are up to. Yeah, what you're saying is, is, is actually on point because I feel fitness at some point, especially post things opening up, that's one of the things people went back to the most, right? Because that's where like, people found a sense of community. You want to be in that gym, you want to be in that CrossFit space, you want to go for that running club. So I feel the only things that are working are which are extremely hybrid. And the problem with Soul Cycle is it, it is in a studio with Peloton, that cycle is in your home. So at mm. some point, the ones who survived have actually used the software and kind of given you things to do, but you can kind of flip from one to the other. But um, I guess the entire thought of people will never go back to gyms, never go back to these things has kind of gone away. But I guess for Soul Cycle, that also is the other extreme where everything is largely offline and even that doesn't yeah. work. So definitely a rethink in this sector needs to happen. And more than anything else, I feel they also are very like one trick. Although I know Peloton Bodies. has a bunch of other things. Yeah, It's still a cycle-based thing, even though they have weights, exercises and all that stuff there. Hmm. So I feel at some point, you got to kind of think about how do you kind of keep this hybrid enough that people don't get bored? Because when you're working out alone, yeah. unless you're super committed, you do tend to get bored. Hmm. And I feel that's really another point that might have happened. I'm, I'm generalizing here, but or hypothesizing. But that's my thoughts. I think one final like two cents that I'll add over here is, you know, there's this tendency that founders have to ride the wave when, you know, the wave is at its peak, Mm. which you get, you know, like when there's momentum, you want to double down on it. But I don't know, man, I'm of the school of thought, which is when there is momentum, that's actually the best time to stay shut because, Mm. you know, things naturally as it happens with every business end up crashing right now Mm. obviously crashes in terms of their magnitude differ from business to business but and just to give you an example right I have so much respect for what Vijay Shekhar Sharma has built with Paytm he literally picked you know one of the toughest categories and just to sort of build out operationally and obviously crush it at that but you know he was also one person very like vocal about his success right and I Mm. think the Peloton guy did the same thing you know when they were when Peloton was speaking he was literally in every single publisher newsletter like he was everywhere you know what I mean talking about oh my god we figured this secret sauce out and we're gangsters Toby Lutke did the same thing so my lesson from all of this is when things are going well that's actually the best time to keep shut and keep building which is what uh, Eric Yuan the founder of Zoom did like when Zoom Mm. when everyone was you know all gaga over Zoom he was actually pretty quiet which is why you don't see Zoom come up so much when you talk about crashes or you know valuations tanking this that and the other but you know one quick learning on that over here yeah just one thing to add is i think it's also about finding a way to diversify your revenue stream right if you even if you're feeling you're getting a bloated valuation can you build more verticals which over time can kind of add to that i mean it's, it's an unfair example but like look at an apple right as much as they might say at some point their hardware might not be this thing they have really focused on services um as mm. a clear vertical and, and many other things so you gotta think about that as well and i don't think peloton really did that as much i mean really yeah. trying to find alternate streams of revenue which always helps in the long term. Pia, pia, up.
Speaking of the long term, HBO puts their India plans on hold. They're obviously going through a bunch of stuff globally because of the merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery. But uh, this is like a company that had literally hired a ton of people in India, really senior people were building towards a launch. And now it's on hold while Warner and Discovery figure out how it's going to kind of play out. But this was bound to happen, no? Because it's just become so... But then one... why would you hire a team is my question. I feel like... Everyone approaches these things with the best intent, you know, so maybe the intent was actually to build things out. Uh, Similar to, I mean, one could argue, why would CNN spend uh, $300 million in building out CNN, whatever it was, plus or whatever it was called, their streaming. Yeah. So I think the intent is always to, you know, do right by your strategy. But I think in scenarios like this, it's really important to call it when things may not be panning out the way you need them to, which seems like, you know, seems like exactly what's happened over here and I, I don't think it's I don't think HBO Max is just cooling off in um, India they're cooling off in the US as well because mm. you know how much money can you continue spending in very expensive original programming if when you're actually running ads to acquire a customer the ad that HBO Max is running is somewhere also you know sort of impacting the advertising that one of that you know discovery whatever their plus discovery plus is plus, what it's called plus, right? yeah. and these guys are so innovative everything just has a plus yeah, everything, everything is plus. Yeah, but but Disney you know, Plus, Discovery Plus. Yeah, yeah. CNN Plus. Yes, no, but you know. So going back to the the topic, I think it's just getting extremely expensive to acquire customers. Just one side note on this before we get to your point of view. You know what I read today? I read that Snapchat is actually crushing it. So Snap also has a mm. subscription content subscription service, which has been yeah. growing extremely well for them, uh, where they charge their subscribers uh, three point nine dollars a month or some such thing. For but what the content? silent, I don't know. I think it's original. I am not a Snapchat user, but I can you know pull up that article and send it to you, and and we can also add it to show notes or whatever. But Snap chat subscription service is actually like the silent killer where you know there's obviously they have their own proprietary users and it seems like they figured out proprietary content to provide to those users you know at a subscription fee but your two cents on this i think another angle especially from an india perspective is and i think it's happening globally in a, in a slightly different way is that everyone's realizing especially the global players that india is a market where they can't come in with just international content and win you mm. got to have a very strong foot in the door, strong investment into local content, right? Look at an Amazon Prime, great example of them having really dug deep and arguably like best content in terms of just what they're able to kind of scale out. I know Disney is doing that a lot more now with Hotstar going towards originals as well. Although you don't know how the IPL streaming loss is going to change stuff over there. And we've spoken enough about how Netflix has struggled in this market. So I feel for an HBO, it also could have been top of mind that one second, we can't just come here with HBO content and expect that to give us that initial burst. We'll have to invest into originals and building content, etc. Does it make sense? While a Discovery Plus is already in India, already mm. has original content, is already doing localized content. So mm. maybe that could be, I mean, what you said is, is correct. You can do that, but you're consolidating. So yeah. if you look at it globally, people are talking about how much all of these things are going to get consolidated because today you can go on to what? An Amazon Prime and watch Lionsgate play on that. You can now watch all your HBO shows also on that. So eventually, yeah. we'll come back to a few platforms is what I'm sensing. And especially in markets like India, unless you're deeply invested in the local ecosystem of creating content, the international and stuff one is just going to work. related thing to what you said, right, which is talent will always seek distribution. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you are a talented scriptwriter, producer, director, whatever else, uh, you're going to seek platforms that maximize distribution because that's what yeah. the name of the game is. So, you know, somewhere it goes back into a bidding war. But I just pulled out that article about Snapchat. Incidentally, their originals or their subscription service 
service is also called Snapchat Plus. But they have a, oh my God, such kya kya original thinking hai yahan pe. But uh, just reading this out, Snap Originals has a master and impressive roster of talent, including Ryan Reynolds, Will Smith, Kevin Hart, and a bunch of others. And Snap Originals team launched show starring rapper Megan Thee Stallion and TikTok star Addison Rae, both pulling in 16 million viewers each this year. So uh, ladies and gents, we link to the Quartz article, but Snap seems to have figured out its formula of original content plus short form plus, you know, Gen Z millennial Very users. similar to Quibi, right? Quibi was that platform yeah. that, uh, I forget who launched that, but died like literally on like launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot who launched that one. That iconic guy, yaar, the... No, no, which, oh, pla- which company launched it? Uh, it, 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 was, launch it? It was a startup, bro. No, no, it was a startup. Like like the ex-CEO of eBay, Megan something, and this very famous... Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yes, yeah. Both of them launched it, raised a billion dollars, and that went, you know, kaput. But it was it was their startup. It wasn't launched by another platform. Oh, I, I forget. I, th- I thought it was connected to a, net- to a network. But uh, yeah, so I think it's, it's interesting to see how content moves because the platforms became too many and now you're kind of seeing them kind of tighten up. So at yeah. some point, I think they'll all start to rethink how this works. And I'm keeping an eye on Netflix because for the ones like, okay, they have really changed the way this works. Hmm. I feel this is going to be interesting to look at. And on this note, we will continue this introduction further into the next segment. But till then, we'll take a break and be right back on the past. Welcome back to Think Fast or rather should I say welcome to Think Fast because this is the introduction of this show continuing into our third segment of this week's episode. Kitna lamba introduction. Wow. Amazing. This is like watching KGF2. Have you seen KGF2? No, I have not seen KGF2. But I like this. Like I like, you know, I, I like that we're going through so many very different topics as quickly yes. as is possible and giving Maybe this should be the new format. If you guys have listened to the show so far and if you feel this is the best format for us to follow, please let us know by tweeting to us. Yes. Queen. On Twitter. That's where you tweet. Yeah. And use hashtag long introduction. Hashtag long introduction. Hashtag think fast and at the rate IVM podcast because IVM... We'll have to figure this one out for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or hashtag introduction used a bonamed. There you go. You I don't need bonameds anymore. Do I am the bonamed. Abhi not you, behen. Our introduction. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, let's continue. <laughs> let's continue. Focus, focus. <laughs> In other news, not to confuse with detergent, crypto money laundering has become a problem yet again. <laughs> oh my God. That joke was awful. <laughs> this I is what happens can't. to people who turn 40. That humor gets I worse. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do this. But in any case... So the news basically is the enforcement directorate is probing at least 10 cryptocurrency exchanges for money laundering. About they think more than 1000 crores has been identified as proceeds of crime, etc. That's been kind of moving across. And money laundering and crypto have been associated together, right? Because it was decentralized. And I think globally, this is a conversation that kind of goes around as to what was not true of normal channels if you want, or traditional channels has kind of been caught on here. But uh, first reactions on this laundering? I mean, you know, I like hate to say it, but this was bound to happen. Yeah. You've got too many people who got rich too quickly and yeah. will do whatever they have to to make sure they don't pay 18% GST on their rent. But you know what I mean? Like this was just a formula 
waiting for some disaster like this to come around but just a really bad look for crypto at large and i wouldn't be surprised i mean hence you know the rulings of the rbi and the sat and the other don't seem unsurprising right because yeah. shit like this happens when there is so much money at stake but a uh, regulation is needed desperately and this wazirx and binance singh was just embarrassing for everyone combined so yeah i think this also con- connected right if you think about it if people are saying that they don't have ownership or they never bought it and stuff like that hmm. could it almost be tracked back to this because at some point hmm. you don't want to take the responsibility of the probe and you kind of like this is not my problem to deal with to, to the other person and i feel that could also be connected but even and this brings back a, a core problem right is that a it's decentralized which means you can't you're not supposed to regulate it but on the other end if you don't regulate it it leads to things like this so where does that balance really lie is the question and what happens to you know all the crypto that's actually been bought and i don't think it's going away but i mean there's some very serious fundamental questions that need to be answered before everybody goes like gung ho about this is the future but mm. how are we going to move towards the future in a structured manner even if it's decentralized is i think the big question here and even if you're looking at the responses across binance etc they, they still like passing on the th- of the issues is still going on so mm. yeah it, it's not a, it's like you said not a good look at all and you know i i don't know why but like i feel like dc just have the worst reputation when it comes to things like <laughs> I this I, i feel like if there is a scam to be you know created we just find ourselves standing in a line to like scam land but yeah those are my two cents on the story that fortunately i own no assets in but i am glad i own no absolutely same, same. no assets in at all Speaking of my favorite stories of the week, although I did not speak of it, I'm speaking of it now. A man uses Tinder to find sisters to celebrate Raksha Bandhan with. It is by far the most. Why don't you did this? Didn't you? This was your fortieth birthday present to yourself. I have a sister. Yeah, but my maybe you wanted three more. Yeah. <laughs> my my lovely sister who gave me a Rakhi, which had cool bhai written on it because she thought it's a joke. I guess this sense of humor <laughs> oh runs God. in the family. I literally had cool <laughs> bhai. I'm like, does. I'm like, are you serious? You're like, yeah. I thought it's I thought it's funny. I'm like, thanks. Yes. No, but uh, tell us more about this. Super so this guy from so basically this guy wanted to find sisters who we could try Rakhi to. So he was on Tinder, and he actually put up saying uh, looking for a sister to hang out during Raksha Bandhan is what he put up in his bio, and he's mm. and later put up saying thanks to Tinder now I have now I have like two sisters both of whom I met on Tinder. This year all three of us are planning to get together and celebrate Raksha Bandhan, exchange gifts and stuff. I am so excited. This is all kinds of wrong. I mean I have so many things to say which I will not say in public forums. but this is just weird let's just put it that way yeah but uh, very innovative i feel like all these dating platforms have been used for all types of things at this point in time you know what i mean yeah. like hookups isn't even like scratching the surface it's everything from you told me another story also how this person used to find but a but why is he looking for a sister to tie rakhi to so he has to give money to which anyway i think is regressive in the fact that he had to give money but in general i don't understand the logic why is he looking for a sister on raksha bandhan like you can just go like find friends i understand that it's called social yeah. networking i don't know maybe he has no friends but on everyone isn't as magnanimous a personality like you but he said you know but, i'm going back to the post i have felt the form of most of my life doing raksha bandhan as i do not have a sister no one to tie me rakhi and me giving them stuff my so that's what that's what I, i didn't read the first line he had four more this is what four more does we'll go on people go on tinder and find sisters to, so they can tie rakhis This is But, um, a new type of There is another great story in this article which is that in June there was a man from Kerala who went on Bumble the other dating app to look for an apartment in Mumbai That's insane But I His appreciate that not a sapiosexual looking for a flat in Mumbai Oh my god I love this so so diverse 
What a great use of dating this platforms. This is the real metaverse. Yes, exactly this. But what's our next story, man? Metaverse. Oh my God, I can't do this. This is <laughs> too many bad <laughs> jokes. Okay, but the next story is branding in films. I think the next story is interesting one because uh, if 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 you I know you've seen Darlings and I've seen Darlings as well. There's a lot of conversation online as to the number of brand integrations that really showed up in the movie. None of which I felt were as bad as some of the ones which I've seen in the past, which I will obviously talk about at some point. But uh, there were a lot of them there, including like, I think Kama Ayurveda was something people spoke about. There was obviously Basmati Rice, uh, which is I think Dawat, Mintra, a lot of other stuff there. But what were your thoughts about how the integrations were done and just the number of them? I think last quarter, 45? 40-odd, I think, integrations. So, you know, I don't know, man, but this calls to where OTT production, content creation, etc., etc. is going. You know, no matter what anyone says, it always comes down to advertising. And this isn't a new formula, right? Like this has existed from, you know, the good years of Karan Johar in Bollywood all the way down to obviously what we're seeing happen right now where there is too much content and not enough subscribers of the same. So logically speaking, can totally see where it's coming from. And it's it's nothing new. It isn't, you know, original by any barometer. That said, I don't know to what extent stuff like this works. Like, you know, I, mm. I don't know if showing, you know, a girl who lives in some, you know, lower Natural, middle class yeah. sort of, you know, part of town using Kama Ayurveda, which is a luxury product and has, you know, luxury Ayurveda written in their tagline. I don't know if that match, you know, really was made in heaven. So I agree. some of the integrations seemed a little stupid and out of place. But I think in leveraging good content and OTT platforms to drive success, we discussed this about Masaba's integration for her own collection within Masaba Masaba, right? We discussed this last week. But you're seeing formulas like this come up. And honestly, as long as the content is good, right? Whether you yeah. took advertising money for it or not, what do you think? I feel at some point, and this is a question you've got to think about in two lenses, right? One is, is it, are you trying to make it top of mind for the audience who's going to watch it? So even if the character mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily fit into, let's say the, like, I think Kama Ayurveda is a great example, right? Not necessarily, doesn't fit in the the character in the movie, but I guess fits the audience who's going to watch the movie. And at yeah. that lens, maybe it makes sense to position it there so that you can make it top of mind. And I think the good part is they didn't make it, I mean, it, it was it was pretty much in your face, but um, I think they didn't overdo it. My classical example was, I think, Krish 3, where they actually had an entire sequence, which is like an ad for an ice cream in between the movie. Literally, like, aapne, if I remember, it was Dinshaw's, one of those ice creams, and Dinshaw's ice cream khaya hai. Kitna lajawab hai. all that stuff was happening in the movie, in the, mid, in the middle of the movie. I'm like, what is going on? And the cello pen, I think, is the way he beats... Vivek Obra, the villain, if I remember right. Because it has a specific, specific crystal inside for its ink. Oh my God. Once sun rays go through, they kind of go through this prism and become a laser. So like they use that pen as an actual plot point in the movie and stuff like that. But uh, this didn't feel as blatant as that. It was there. You remembered the brands. And I feel that the fact that people spoke about it as much, a bunch of the brands, I feel it kind of shows the fact that um, I guess some of that job was done. But I still am a little iffy about did it really fit in? Did it make it premium enough? Because Kama Ayurveda, like you said, is positioned as a luxury premium product. Hmm. Did that kind of get beaten up a little bit with this? It didn't for me, but I don't know how that would have worked out in the larger sense. Yeah, but this trend is here to stay. I will end with yeah. that. And then we're on to our last story, which uh, which is what? Fake IMDB profiles. So we're on to our last profile. Do you have an IMDb profile, Sushita? In my lovely oh way to segue every time. <laughs> no, I don't have an IMDb profile. But after reading the story, I might as well make one. I might as well make one. What is this story? Please explain what has happened. What is up with IMDb? 
yeah now you're forcing me to pay attention okay fine guys i am reading this out uh, many young indian men from small towns are gaming the system to manufacture their own fake online clout a uh, basically long story short one second one second they're showing that they're actors that they're directors and producers and stuff like that is that what they're doing online ha huh, obviously what else will they be doing it's like wikipedia and if you, and i think in so it's an extension of wikipedia i never realized imdb was individual i didn't realize individual can put it up it wasn't like done by let's say the producers or anything like that hmm interesting no it's like it's a crowdsource platform but unlike uh, wikipedia where you can see who edited what um and also like uh. wikipedia has a really strong community sort of layer behind it right imdb uh. doesn't have any of these community layers which you know it really ensure authenticity of um, information so basically that's what this article is about and and it's not new man like in an era of you know bots and also in an era of avatars right where everyone mm-hmm. wants this you know idyllic version of who they are uh, sitting somewhere online uh, stuff like this is bound to happen in fact the other story that we guys had discussed was how uh, linkedin is having similar issues where apparently yeah. you know it shows binance has 7000 employees but binance actually only has 70 or 40 employees or some such absurdly low number wow. in reality so you can see the number of people wanting to flex that they worked at binance and you know which mm. person is actually sitting and calculating the length and breadth of this from uh, top to bottom so long story short uh, story is a little wild but i think i think faking your credentials is i mean obviously linkedin is a lot more serious in this sense but i guess if you if you in this space if you in the entering space an imd profile is what you're going to send out to one if you can fake that and i think the story talks about how uh, people have kind of like looked at music credits into their imd profiles and you're only getting charged 2500 rupees to do this come on i can be the next director of the next spiel marvel movie that's what my imdb is going to be but to get a director marvel un- yes what untitled project of course please try that once because you are so anonymous no one will know that that's a lie <laughs> how do you going to i'm just thinking is this onto the platforms to kind of tone this one down or, hmm. or a, a, do a crackdown or is it because at some point this, these are like you no know, kind of open ended and i know the the fact is that if you're able to see edits being done then that it helps as well but is it onto the companies or onto the platform because it should be the companies right if you are a company or a movie etc if you're on the platform then you got to kind of like at some point tick it off and you got to have this thing about being verified i'm guessing is hmm. is the better way to do it so that's one way to do it you know you also we also heard about um, elon musk though it must have been an excuse but we heard him talk about how there are so many bots on twitter so what really is yeah. twitter's you know monthly active or daily active user count and instagram has also sort of you know gone through this whole clean up I think it's part both uh, but you know most importantly the one thing that's needed is like digital media literacy and you see that happen even through these you know petty scams that take place right like those people messaging you saying I am Nigerian prince and the next thing you know yeah. you know some uh, 2000 people have been catfished out of a shit ton of money because of these you know random internet scams so long story short i think that definitely needs to be more than a larger crackdown just digital media literacy where people are able to you know distill swaths of information with much more specificity than before it's like i don't know about you but i've started like triple fact checking everything that i find online unless it's from a credible source which is why i also yeah. seen like a rise of publishers more than ever before right because in moments of uncredibility you 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 know you look for anchors of truth yeah. but yeah but my two cents on this who the you know mandate of keeping a check on all of this lies on is secondary but what's extremely important is you know an individual educating themselves on what is legit or not it's like that story of nidhi razdan you know getting catfish in her own way yeah, yeah. 
can you imagine like someone who is literally the media you know not yeah. being able to read through the lines that story was yeah. also just absurd yeah there's so much of that happening so i guess uh, our warning to people is please please be careful and um, if you're making profiles don't copy the same stuff as these people have who kind of got caught with this is that they all that person who was doing it gave them all as the whole credentials of cast and crew of the same movie and they all supposedly have their own google knowledge panel which i don't understand what that means what is a google knowledge panel i don't Do you know, know what that means? I, is that a trick question i don't know it is right here i didn't know what it was but if you are a listener and you know what a google knowledge panel is please tweet to us and tell us what it is we will respond and say thank you it should have just been a ugc episode users tell us <laughs> what you think we should do we have gone through the words this is what happens when you record an episode after a long weekend yeah that's what true what yeah we're not like in our state of adam newman flow but we'll be back in our state of adam newman flow next week so that we don't stretch us any further we'll take our final break and be right back with recommendations welcome back to think fast what is your recommendation of the week sujita we are closing this episode with your recommendation uh, oh what is god. it oh my god i will re recommend the same thing i recommended uh two weeks ago i think but please watch the bear what a masterpiece oh my god what a fantastic show so good so good so good yeah but the bear which you will have to do a quick google search of watch the bear online and knock yourself out ladies and gents i i will re recommend the bear i think it's that good a show what about you bro in the spirit of re recommending because i turned 40 and people who are listeners you since you enjoy my company and listen to what i talk about please if you have not yet bought it buy my book it's called everything is out of syllabus it's right there if you're watching this in video it's an amazing book it is still on amazon and it's still as much fun to read as it was before if you have bought a copy buy one more for your friends and family and uh, that is it for my self professed request for birthday gift because my book is still selling though amazing why why is that surprising you you have <laughs> for someone who is that narcissistic i thought you'd say <laughs> obviously bro my book is selling it's number 1 it's crushing it it's killing it it's doing well but i wanted to do better so if you are a listener and have not bought my book why have you not please buy it and read it and then don't pass it on to another person buy another book for the other person <laughs> okay <laughs> great plug and with that it's an episode of a very long introduction and repeat recommendations the introduction is finally over we finally <laughs> over with recommendation yes uh, and uh, we promise jealous me the next time we will come back with more information so you don't throw shit at us through the chat box Yes. Totally. No, but but uh, bro, I mean, let's ask our listeners to send us questions because those yes. listener question episodes are super fun. If you guys have stayed in this late into this episode and wondering when will when will this introduction end and when will actual stories come, surprise for you. We need questions from you. So, please send in questions. Um you can just adderate either of us on Twitter or Instagram or you can just DM IBM podcast as well. and uh, we'll pick a few we'll we'll answer them and maybe we'll even get you on a call if we can do that at some point of time ooh we should we should okay and that's that that's bye it. bye 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 bye